0: Hey ladies, welcome to the Single Moms United podcast. If this is your first time joining, welcome. If you are a repeat listener, thank you for your loyalty. Nothing means more to me right now than having my loyal listeners come back because certainly you could be listening to another podcast or this could be a one and done But I want to personally thank you for taking the time to come back. Today, I want to talk about feelings, emotions, and some of the feelings and emotions you're going to encounter as a single mom and how to embrace those emotions and those feelings. And just to remind you that it's okay, they're all okay, they're all valid feelings that you're going to encounter. So don't be, be afraid, embrace. The first one I really want to talk about is your children and caring for your children and worrying about your children. That's a valid emotion, a valid feeling. You know, given everything that's going on in today's society with all of the gun violence and everything, you can't help but worry. And some of you may worry more than others. Uh, You may feel like you're overprotective of your child or your children. But I'm here to confirm it's okay. It's just so much going on. So just acknowledge it. Embrace it. It's a natural emotion. Don't beat yourself up over it that, oh my God, I got to give my kids some room or my children some room. And some people may actually tell you that, like you're being too mother henish. Give your children a break. You are the mom. You are the mom. And it's okay to be overly protective of your children. Even with my children being grown, you know, I still worry about them. I I try to let them live their lives, but I still worry about them. It's okay. There will be days you will be emotionally overwhelmed caring for your child or your children. This is a reality, ladies. Kids have a lot of energy. And unfortunately, there will be days we can't match it. Speaking for myself... (laughs) There are days that it's like, oh my God, if I could only turn back the hands of time 10 years to keep up. It's natural for kids to be a lot of energy. That's just natural. When we were their age, we had a lot of energy. As a result, it works our nerves and we become impatient. Next thing you know, we are yelling, stop, sit down, didn't I tell you? The good news is we can get through it. We're not going to be able to match their energy every day, all day, even through a week, but we have to learn patience, right? And explain to them why we need them to kind of manage that energy a little better uh, than they are, um, because there's consequences when they don't, okay? So, but again, the good news is we can get through this. We, we can manage it. We have to acknowledge it first, that there are just going to be some days where our children are just going to be off the chain, for lack of a better term. All right, and here's another key issue when we get upset. Please, ladies, please, ladies, when you're upset with your children because of that unmatched energy, please don't tell your child, I wish I didn't have you. Ladies, this phrase is not okay at any time, anywhere at all. Because it's going to leave a lasting emotional scar that will never heal and will impact their future relationships. What just happened is you took their self-esteem away. How do you stay motivated through life knowing your mom just told you she wished she never had you? That's not okay, ladies. Not okay. If, If you have to vent, if you're upset at your child, and you will get upset at your child or your children, learn to walk away. Walk away. Go go to another room. Go to the bathroom. Go outside. Call somebody. But please don't take that out on your children or your child. They don't deserve that. Another thing to consider, and that will kind of ponder or work your nerves, <laughs> As the little smaller children, when they learn to talk, they become very inquisitive, which make you want to know who invented the word why. I know what my son, oh my goodness, it drove me crazy. It just seemed like everything I would say, why? Okay, it's raining outside, why? (laughs) The sun is shining outside, why? (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God. Now, of course, I'm being a little overly animated with that, but it did seem like everything I would say, his response would be, why? And of course, during this time, we didn't have today's technology where we could Google it or ask Amazon about specific questions or get clarifications on things, right? My answer to him was, okay, why don't we go have a bite to eat? (laughs) So I would divert from his questions or the excessive whys, and uh, it appeared to work for the moment. Given today's age, ladies, this really starts with us as it relates to teaching our children. We shouldn't wait for school or another educational outlet to do our job. In reality, when they do have these inquisitive moments, that's your opportunity to embrace that and say, oh my God, my, my child is coming to me and wants me to answer these questions. That your child is coming to you to answer those questions, right? Putting us up on a pedestal. Let's absorb that. Let's take advantage of that. And now you do have artificial intelligence in Google where you can go out and look these things up. You're not you don't know everything, and that's okay. But now you have the resources, you have the channels to go out and respond to your child or your children's questions. So take advantage of that. This is your time to highlight your knowledge and get more knowledge. How about that? One thing I don't think our children realize is, We put their wants before our needs. I know I did all the time. I knew I needed a new pair of shoes for work. But if the child or my son or my daughter are like, well, you know, can I have this toy? Or can we go out for pizza? Or can we go to the movies? Or can we go to a a fun center? You know, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'll get the shoes next week. But for me, I was doing it out of guilt because the absence of their father and he just wasn't present in their lives. So I found myself overcompensating for his absence. And so that's why I would say, yeah, I'm going to put me on the back burner. Another scenario is, in which I've heard of, you know, some single moms made sure their kids ate and there wasn't always enough for everybody. So they would eat a bag of potato chips while they gave the children a main meal. And that's real life, ladies. That's real life. And it's okay because we really should put our children before us. And there's an old saying, they didn't ask to be here. So we should do our level best to make sure um, that they are taken care of. Now, there will be days you don't feel like you are being the best mother. Yeah, those days will come throughout life. No matter the sacrifices you make, that feeling will occur. The good news is it's only momentarily. You acknowledge this is only a feeling and it'll go away. It'll leave. We don't have to sit and waddle in it, if you will. So you have to remind yourself, I am doing my best because this is the key to success is encouraging you, single mom, encouraging yourself because there are times you're going to try to call someone on those rough days and they're not going to be available. So you need to go look in the mirror and say, you know what? I can do this. I can get through this. And I have those conversations with myself all the time because there are going to be some tough days. There are going to be days I can't reach out to someone for that encouragement. So I have to do it myself. And then finally, ladies, there is no perfect mother. We are all imperfect. The good news is our children think mom can do no wrong. (laughs) And that's fantastic. So while we do and try to do our level best, we don't always make the right decisions. I know I didn't. And as a result of those wrong decisions, it results in our children viewing us negatively and they don't understand why they're experiencing that emotion. So for instance, I'm not talking about anybody. I'm not even talking about myself here. A single mom receives a disconnect notice because the light bill hasn't been paid, but yet chooses to take that money and go out and get her hair done or her nails done. Again, knowing that final disconnection notice just came in. Now you and the kids are sitting in the dark looking cute and the kids are looking like why didn't you pay the bill? Because remember, kids are very smart. They know good decisions and bad decisions. And you're accountable for that, for your decisions you make and accountable for what they see. So you have to be careful, ladies, of what you allow your children to see, the decisions you make, and not just to that level, but relationships who you allow in your home. I talked about that in my last episode. Now, keep in mind, ladies, you are a strong role model. Our kids think we can do no wrong. And the truth of the matter is uh, we do wrong all the time, but we learn from it. And that's the key takeaway here. We learn from it so that we don't allow it to happen again. All right, ladies, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of how you feeling, (laughs) your emotions, getting those under control because you are going to have those days. Just know that it's okay and learn from it. If you found value in today's episode, please tell another single mom. It's all about encouraging one another. And then finally, it's going to help your children at the end of the day. When we as single moms can get some things under control, our emotions under control. This is going to be a positive for our children because they're looking at us. They're watching us. And times are tough. And there are days it's going to be difficult to manage our emotions, but we can get through it. I promise you, we can get through it. All right, ladies, I hope you had a great day. I hope you have a great day. I hope you have an excellent week. Enjoy life, hug your children, tell them you love them, and you take care.